Welcome to Gen Z Girlies, the podcast designed specifically for Gen Z women and non-binary folk. This is the place where you can grow your confidence and learn about how to build careers and lives that you'll love. Here you can join a community where we sit down with other Gen Zers who are leveraging their interests and talents to make waves. I'm Maddie Baldwin, your host, your biggest supporter, and your advocate that whatever you can dream, you can do. And this, this is Gen Z Girlies. Hey, Gen Z girlies, happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this, but we are so excited today on this episode to have a new guest, Raven Coons, with us today. Um, I think she's really going to be able to talk to us a lot about what she does and her takes kind of on career and life with Gen Z, Um, but I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself to you all just Raven, I mean, they already know your name because I've said it, but why don't you tell us your name and kind of just like what you do, like what's your title, but also like in your own words, how would you like describe what you do? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I'm Raven, like you said. Hi, Raven. (laughs) Um, I am currently a legal assistant. I work in civil rights litigation. Very cool. um, Specifically on the employment side of it. So we make jokes that I'm the attorney without ever going to law school, so that's fun. Um, I kind of, kind of ties into personal assistant PA stuff, but you know, any assistant job would be like that. But on the same token, I do a lot of other fun things. I own my own business. I, um, also manage large social media platforms and, um, for, social movements um and I'm a campaign assistant so lots of titles on there okay well that's like a pretty <laughs> killer like little rap street or rap sheet Raven. <laughs> like Thank when you're you. saying that I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> I thought you're gonna stop at like the legal assistant thing and well, I was like cool I'm, and then yeah <laughs> I'm like I do all of it 24 you do seven, yeah so. which I think is one reason I thought you would be like amazing <laughs> on this show and like I'm sure there's so many people in our audience who are just thinking, how can I do that exact thing? I'm yeah. thinking that right now. I'm like, <laughs> so we're going to find out, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so like in that, if you had to give, like, I guess, like with your job, but also I think you already kind of said, like, you do it all 24-7. But mm-hmm. if you had to, like, give one aspect of your life that you would say, like, describes you, like, what would you feel like that is? Like, do you feel like you find your self-identity in your work? Do you feel like you find it in your friends? Um, kind of a mix yeah, of both. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's like kind of a mixture of both like my friends are family and my family absolutely I I love that means the world to me you know so I will drop a hat for literally anybody anywhere you know loyalty runs through these veins (laughs) (laughs) loyalty in the veins I love that yeah we need more of that in the world (laughs) honestly yeah I completely agree but also like I think my job and my career are super important to me um that's why I do so much constantly because I want to get to a place where like I can I might be like going off like deeper conversations for later no this um, is great yeah uh, we can we can dive right in okay so go ahead (laughs) Um, like I would love one day to like be like I'm going to choose when I want to work you know right of course yeah yeah I want to always work in the legal field but like 
picking and choosing what part of the legal field I want to work in and when I want to do it, dream. Right. And we all want dream that right? spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, with that, does that look like when you say you want to, like, pick and choose, like, what you want to do? Is that more about picking and choosing the times that you work or is it more about picking and choosing what you're doing? For instance, like, with the nine to five or is it yeah. about, yeah, like, the subject matter? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, yeah. I've learned that litigation is very time-consuming and can be brutal, and a lot of late nights and a lot of um, early mornings, which I'm a night person but not a morning person, so if I could get away with it, I don't really want to work mornings. Um, Right. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) We're recording this at, like, 9 a.m., which is very early for both of us. (laughs) Yes. When Raven got here, she said, I can't believe we're both up and ready already. (laughs) Definitely. It's wild. A little bit difficult mornings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, but, yeah, also, like, getting to choose when I want to work. Like, Absolutely. A goal of mine is to be able to, like, go on a beach vacation three times a year for I love however that. long I want. Yeah. Are you going to take me? Of course. Okay. <laughs> needed to check in on okay. that. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome, Raven. It's, like, yeah, I mean, I think I just hear that more and more, like, from conversations I have with, like, mm-hmm. other Gen Z, Gen Zers, um, just no one wants to work nine to five. I maybe have, like, right. a couple friends that I've, like, I think I have one friend that's, like, I could never, like, I want to work a nine to five. But yeah. maybe it's, like, one. And I think that we really are just, like, moving into, like, such a new era of career and work. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, which is kind of exciting. I yeah, yeah. and like definitely. just that we have like so many different paths that also like I don't know, I think sometimes when I think like working outside the 9 to 5, my like immediate thought is like, oh, well that's like super non-traditional careers. Right. Right, but right. I'm like, oh, we can also like I kind of like what you were saying like with like the legal field, which is like I mean, like a career that's been around for a while, like a super cool one, but that even something that's been around and established for so long we can like switch how we do it yeah like we don't have to yeah. do all yeah exactly yeah yeah but, but like with that like I would have to go and I want to go into a very specific type of right wall to yeah. be able to do that you know exactly yeah. um because you know those criminal attorneys get woken up at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> right. which I would never in so a million you years do not want to be a criminal attorney correct okay what kind of attorney do so you want to be I would love to write healthcare policy okay very cool um, just with the light of everything that's been going on in our country absolutely um it's been a super heavy just yeah, crazy couple time couple years yeah, yeah that would be definitely what I would want to do um but I was gonna say something you said something that and it's lost <laughs> that's okay we oh can come we'll, we'll okay. find our way back around we were talking about the nine to five and yes, yes that's okay. what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that thing like flexibility in life is really important you know Absolutely. like because there's gonna be things thrown at you 24 7 um just in the way that we do life these yeah days. Like, exactly life, which is so crazy the just the world lives so long with like yeah. boxing their life into the what is it like the the five to ten like yeah after the or the whatever it is nine to five five yeah the five to ten like yeah. how do they do that yeah. yeah it sounds it's literally miserable. miserable yeah and when I this went to France that was something that I learned yeah. when I lived there for a little bit is that like they don't work to live or live to work I mean they 
do the opposite. Right. I was going to mess it up and say the same thing, but you know no, what no, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, their priority is living, yeah, living your life. life. Yeah. yeah. And I think that should be everybody's priority, I love that. you yeah. know, um, especially with like our upcoming generation. Like, we need to put ourselves in the forefront, not all these random people that are running around making craziness all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And that like goes to speak about like, be like I feel like there was like such a um movement that like that kind of idea was like selfish and like that we shouldn't do that. I'm like, is it a bad thing to be selfish in that way though? Like no. I don't under like understand how that's necessarily a bad thing, you know? Like I yeah. feel like that's just a I'm trying to live my life and be happy kind of thing, not like a Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I always thought that was interesting. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Well that's cool to hear a little bit about like how you're like wanting to go into like healthcare or like mm-hmm. in that kind of way. But so like so right now though currently so you are just so I get this clear. So you're a legal assistant and you're kind of like working your way towards wanting to become Correct. healthcare, yeah, attorney. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been in your current position? So like with being like a legal assistant, yeah. um, what does that look like? Like how long have you been there currently? And then what does like a day to day look like for you? Like if it's just like a typical day, <laughs> like what well, would that look like? I will have to preface that every day is completely different. Okay. Um, Which is exciting. It is yeah. exciting. It keeps me very much keeps on my you, toes. Yeah. Um, so I started working January 2021. Okay. had no legal background whatsoever. Which is impressive that you managed yeah. to like jump into that industry yeah. with no legal and, background. Yeah, um, and when I started, I was originally working for two different law firms, um, both in civil rights litigation. Um, and then I have broken off and I only work for one of them now. Okay. Um, and yeah... I kind of touch and go figuring out how it worked and how things went on throughout the last year and a half, I guess. Yeah. I can't believe it's already been a year and a half. That's I crazy. Know. Time like, just flies. It's so gone so fast. Yeah. Um, but a typical day, I mean, technically, I'm supposed to, like, start working at 9 and <laughs> okay. get done at 5. Right. But we are very non-traditional in, okay. like, what we do. Like, I don't have to go into the office if I don't want to. So most, maybe three times a week, I will wake up at, like, 10, 30, 11 and answer some emails and, like, draft some documents or pleadings that need to be filed with the court or take a couple client phone calls. Yeah. I have a habit of, like, literally taking phone calls, like, while I'm sleeping with <laughs> Okay. Uh, Yeah. Um, So it's super flexible. Um, And then other days I am in the office working until eight or nine. So it really depends. Like I can't really put like this is exactly what I do every single day because there's not. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. So, like, you know, the day-to-day is a little bit different, but yeah. kind of, like, answering emails, answering yeah. some, like, phone calls. Exactly. Writing up some documents. Yeah. But, like, on your own time with that. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like those, like, the flexibility in your schedule now with your job, is that, like, normal across being a legal assistant? Or do you feel like you are an exception to that? Or Yeah. yeah. I think that it's not normal. I okay. think. Um, I work for a really small law firm out of Louisville um 
And if I worked for, like, a bigger law firm, I feel like it would be very much, like, a clock-in, clock-out. Okay, like, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe working a lot of overtime when push right. comes to shove and things have to get done. Um, but my boss and I, we like living our lives in yeah. and Yeah, and I mean, I think do. that shows, too, like, an interesting way of building your career in its own sense too because I think that a lot of people or like a lot of Gen Zers and even I had this like mentality Mm -hmm. when I first started which now I totally I hate the idea of like climbing a ladder like I think it's so dumb I'm like why do we need to do that yeah I think it's dumb I do believe in like footholds like I do sometimes think you need to get your foothold and then like networking and you can jump up from there exactly Mm -hmm. climb a ladder stupid but like like you were saying that like with working at like a smaller firm you don't have to, like, work at, like, one of these huge, like, places in, like, New York no. or, like, right? Yeah. Or, like, when, yeah. like you just got to have a foothold sometimes. And yeah. then that foothold can, like, skyrocket you other places. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about, I feel like, how you market it and, like, mm-hmm. what you learn and then, like, how you can spin it. Definitely. Which is so much about just, like... Yeah. Like, I also yeah. think... A l- Sorry if no. I cut you off. No, no, um, no. I think a lot of it, too, You're is- the star of this interview, <laughs> so we want to hear from you, not from me. They hear from me every episode, so... <laughs> um, I think a lot of it, too, is about um, how you market yourself. Absolutely. Because, like, some people can't do it, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't like to say that a lot because anybody can do whatever they want. Of course, to, uh, yeah. As long as they put the mindset and the drive behind yeah. it, you know? But, like, some people, like... Their personality and just the way they do life, like, actually can't do it. Yeah. You know? Well, like, sometimes to do what you want to do, you yeah. have to learn how yeah. to play the game. Exactly. Which sucks sometimes. Yeah. But that's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's part of it. It's Definitely. just figuring it out and, like, building a career. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think that was the biggest thing I had to learn on, like, my resume was that sometimes I would, like, write my resume and I would be like, I feel like I'm embellishing but then I was like no I'm not actually like this is what I did like I would just downplay the positions I had um you know and like I I wouldn't like think that they were had as they were like that good of an experience or like they wouldn't really get me something I was like no like I just realized the other day I think actually just like last week I've been thinking of myself as entry level still and I like have I feel that a couple years of experience and I'm like I'm not entry level no anymore and I, like, in my mind was, like, oh, well, like, none of these things really, like, count as not being entry-level anymore. I feel Yeah. That. Anyways, I, I feel, feel like that. it's, like, acknowledging that you have some experience, mm-hmm. even if they're just, like, internships or things you've done on the side. Like, that yeah, is experience. experience. And use that to market yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, I don't know. That's the big thing that I've been thinking about the last week. And I think going off of, yeah, what you were saying for sure. I think yeah. that's also, like, a very important thing because I feel like people forget to, um... say positive things about themselves all the time Absolutely, like affirmations like yeah. writing a resume is basically writing a list of affirmations of all the things that you've done I did correctly this really well. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazing at this. exactly <laughs> exactly and I think especially gen z like as just a generation I mean and I, I think I've talked about this in like a couple other episodes too but I mean it's just such a prevalent thing that I think we almost have to talk about it every episode but we just have such a high rate of depression and anxiety and imposter syndrome and mental illnesses and I mean those have been of course present in other generations but they are like documented higher in Gen Z yeah um which 
we of course need better infrastructure, but I think it's just like another challenge we have to like learn to exist with like our generation, the other generations won't, but like you were saying, it's so like, we just, it's so hard sometimes for us to acknowledge that we've done a good job or that we might be somewhere. Yeah. I think it has to do a lot with, um, the way that a lot of us were raised. Mm. We were raised to like, you go to high school, I mean, elementary school, middle school, high school, university or college or wherever you are going to like get your start your professional career sometimes you go off and get your master's and then you start your professional career which means you're starting at the age of like maybe 22 to like 26 right that's when you start your professional career I say heck with that and I think our generation is trying to break out of that because a lot of us want to be retired by re- by like forty. None of us want to work until we're seventy five. No, I don't think any of us should. We're, as a human no. body, we're not meant to do that. No. So it's like, how do we change the system? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. And yeah. so, like breaking that system is causing backlash, and with that, causes people to not be secure in themselves. Mm. So, I mean, there's way more to that, no, but like but in a very simplistic mindset. Yeah. Like that's actually a really interesting take. I haven't yeah. thought about that as much because I think that Gen Z does we have I mean we just stand for change so much like we push change forward and there's so much of that happening right but like with that there's like all these emotions and everything that come with it and people feeling uncomfortable and which is normal which is normal but it does also definitely contribute to Mm -hmm. Gen Z's attitudes and like feelings towards themselves and everything interesting yeah I actually never thought about that yeah yeah I talk about this with a lot of my friends because a lot of my friends are 10 years older than I am okay Um, so definitely in the millennial train so they're in the yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to see their perspective on a lot of things. And it kind of makes me think about it and like, oh, yeah, like you were raised like this. I was kind of raised like that. But I don't want your life. No, like I might have different priorities. And like, yeah. I think that's also like with time, we learn more. And I think that's what people forget, yeah. too, is I'm like, well, we're like progressing in time. Like there's definitely always things to be learned from right. the past. But I'm like. We've seen how that plays out. And I'm sure the generation after us is going to be like, y'all were some idiots. Like, what were you doing? Like, what was Gen Z doing? You know? Yeah. But I'm like, that's, I mean, it's just like we that's learn from how... every generation, right. you know? And like, we want to move forward. We don't want to just do the exact same thing right. every time. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that was a really, that was so interesting. <laughs> I never really thought about that. But yeah. So like circling back to, so it's just like talking about change, but also like circling yeah. back to like your position and things you've done I know you said that you have like done some like movement stuff yeah which is a big change thing like yeah yeah tell me a little bit about that and how that's related to your career yeah definitely so I back in 2021 um, when I started working at a couple law offices right my bosses were really big into the free Britney movement um and they asked me to be on their like legal analyst team i guess that's what we you would call us that's um so (laughs) yeah Yeah. because i was the youngest one of this group um there was five of there are five of us currently still um and kind of give a young fresh perspective on some things yeah and you did like a lot with social media yeah definitely mainly twitter yeah okay so mostly i've always been a twitter person i remember when twitter first came out 
when yeah. I was like in maybe elementary school or middle school Something and like I was that, like obsessed. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. I, um was really excited about that. And we started it back in January. I think I came along back in like February, kind of around the same time the New York first New York Times documentary dropped okay i don't remember exactly when that was but it was in 2021 the beginning of the year okay the new york times dropped a free britney yeah on hulu yeah and i watched it and i was like oh my gosh because i was always a britney fan right literally loved her remember my uncle and i like jamming out to toxic going to get some chinese food when i was a kid okay like and then i was like oh my gosh this is horrible like all these things happening yeah yeah like Started researching what a conservatorship was, started researching what conservatorship meant in the state of Kentucky versus California, what it meant federally, and, like, all of this stuff. For people who don't know who are listening, what what is a... Yeah, yeah. so very basic. A conservatorship, there's two types. There's one of a person and one of finances. Okay. Normally, a conservatorship is put in place when a person can literally not take care of themselves right so they give the rights to another human so you see this a lot when people have disabilities okay or extremely elderly right individuals really can't take yeah yeah um like my cousin she's in a conservatorship but she literally can't take care of herself okay so her mom is responsible for her it's basically what it's saying right like yeah like you just have someone to help you exactly okay um which is not that big like not a bad thing unless it's used for like abusively correctly correct um and that's what happened to britney um and they put her under it for 13 years and people started like Making ways that my friend Meg has been like a part of this for movement for years. Okay. Literal years, which is amazing. Um, But I got involved. We started listening to court hearings because she started going to like having court hearings. A lot of it was about finances because, you know, Brittany paid for her dad's legal team, her mom's legal team, her legal team, everybody's legal team was coming out of Britney's money, which was right. ridiculous, you know? Yeah, it and didn't seem quite like right. this was at the beginning of 2021, so her dad's attorney was going around doing these all these talk shows saying like oh, daddy loves her so much, doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. And we're all like, what is happening? <laughs> like Weird. why yeah. are you using the word daddy on like public television Wait, he was using that like the no, lawyer was her using... her dad jamie spears attorney uh-huh vivian thorine was using the that name like the word daddy and i was like that's weird that. that's like, weird why that yeah, says... <laughs> it's so weird especially it's weird in a lot of ways but yeah even in not all the ways it's still weird exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> for those who... it's so yeah. strange yeah. um but Long story short, we started transcribing, um, or not transcribing, like breaking down legal documents, everything that went on on and explaining it to like the general public. And then we started attending court hearings and kind of explaining what was happening in those court hearings to the general public. And I got to fly to L.A. a couple times to like actually attend court hearings. Okay. The day that Brittany spoke in court, I was... I got to listen to it. Very cool. Um, we got on the stream of it in July of last year. Literally was sitting in the car sobbing. 
Oh. Because we, I was sitting in my friend Sam's car. We were listening to it full blast. I'm sure everybody in the parking lot was because like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? And like Brittany's like going on this rant. And I'm like, yes, queen. Like, go yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. So, and with that, um, I got to be a part of two New York Times articles. Okay. Um, and two Rolling Stone articles. I forgot about the. That's so yeah. cool, Raven. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so you were a feature on those, right? Yeah. yeah as definitely. like one of the administrators of that mm-hmm. Twitter account. Um, and that. Yeah. So, the two, I might be in one of the New York Times articles was specifically just about our Twitter okay. account. Okay. Because we kind of went to LA and pulled some magic and got in trouble with it. Okay. <laughs> um, which was basically, we went in to the courtroom all five of us and we left every 15 minutes because you're not allowed to have cell phones and stuff when you go into a courtroom god gotcha. so like the press and stuff can't give live updates well we were like screw the press we're gonna give live updates we're give people their updates on this yeah case. because yeah. there's like a hundred and plus people outside rallying because britney needs out of this conservatorship right, you know what i mean right you want to give the people their news exactly yeah. so and, and as long as you're like not like yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So what we did and is we did it in the right way. Yeah. We every fifteen minutes somebody would get up and leave, and um, then we got in trouble for it basically. <laughs> and the next time we went in, that was not allowed. Well, <laughs> yeah. You got the people their news for a little bit, so that's yeah, what's important. That's yeah, just what exactly. Important. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so cool. And I think Raven's being a little modest on I... this Twitter account too. <laughs> It has like thousands of followers, isn't it? Like I think the last like time 60, I looked, or something, it right? was almost sixty. I think seventy fifty-seven. Okay, might be yeah, the exact number. which is pretty killer for like a group <laughs> following some like legal like yeah. attorneys like trying to like do with the Britney thing. Yeah, yeah. who live in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, which what? is so cool, Raven. That like you got yeah. like so involved in that, and like we're able to build such just like. First of all, it's like just amazing social media wise that you all yeah. build that kind of audience but then it's also amazing like lawyer wise like <laughs> yeah. that you all like were able to like help with that and figure that yeah. all out and get that all set up yeah that's, awesome. that's like such a cool i mean speaking of resumes that's such a cool accomplishment <laughs> to like put on your resume yeah. yeah it is it's very much um go where the wind takes you exactly but mm. also at the same time like support causes that you feel need supporting because yeah. with all of that it's like if this is happening to britney spears who in the heck is this also happening who, yeah, to exactly like we're talking about an international pop star and a lot of my friends i've met through this experience have um gone up to like litigation not litigation but like right. writing laws and stuff okay so yeah. it's been really cool to be able to see that see the fact that I could have done something to help it just a little bit yeah move on no yeah. that's so cool Raven yeah. yeah and so like I think probably like some of our listeners too like first of all that, I mean I, I mean I think I've said this like four times but that is like truly such a cool mm-hmm. experience um and I think definitely like will help you like get a step up and like a foothold more in your career yeah. so for like any of our like listeners who are like well that's like a once in a lifetime kind of experience or like, Oh, well, like I can never do that. Like, I think you said like a little bit, but like how, what would you recommend on just like someone trying, I mean, just in general too, but like mm-hmm. trying to get into the legal industry, trying to have cool experiences like that. Like, I think you said like, it is kind of just like 
mm-hmm. go with the wind and see where it yeah. pushes you. And um, what well, you said something else as well, I think. Um, just like go into your like the things that are important to you. Just like fight for them. But yeah, yeah so if there's like a Gen Zer who is really looking to kind of get into the legal field, but also like wants to kind of make waves in a way. Yeah, like, definitely. Wh- like how would you recommend them them start a getting into yeah. that yeah um first i would say anybody can do it like, okay i like i said earlier i did not have a legal background whatsoever i did not know what a pleading was when i started okay. i don't I, know what yeah now, exactly so. i'm like, just like yeah, I came, a lot of cool words you're saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> i came in with a biochem background which okay. i mean is still like an intense thing a rigorous study yeah, yeah but, but also completely different right of you course. know yeah um and I think anybody can do it. So it's just like putting yourself out there. And that's what I did. I mean, technically, my job kind of fell in my lap. And so that's how that happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I was, I was saying that to like other people as well. Yeah. That like you just put yourself out yeah, there. Yeah. And you took the steps to yeah, let that thing exactly. fall into your lap. And like if other people take steps always yeah. keep moving forward things yeah, will definitely. come to you yeah. yeah like don't ever hold yourself back I think that's Absolutely. the big thing mm, like I with anything that. you do like don't hold yourself mm. back and even though sometimes it seems scary like taking that leap of faith I don't know you can end up in Australia like you have you no could. idea. We have no idea where we're like, gonna be. Yeah, life changes absolutely. every six months is mm-hmm. what I've been told. Like every six months you're in a different place in your life. Yeah. Which is very true. If you look back, I don't know, I'm twenty four. Six months ago I was still twenty four, but like very different. <laughs> but <laughs> out of know. out of doing very different things in your yeah, life. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's great advice. I just and I think, like, I mean, just circling back to, like, what we were saying, I mean, it is all, like, comes around circle, right? Because we were saying that, like, we have such a problem with, like, yeah. believing in ourselves and imposter yeah. syndrome that, like, those things hold us back. So Definitely. it's, like, learning to, like, be, like, hey, no, yeah. I'm qual- qualified for this. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Even if I might not know what I'm doing at first, I can figure it out. And I'm going to. Yeah. And yeah. I also would like to say, like, the power of association. Like that's something I've learned a lot in the last couple months is the power of association is really important. So like do not associate with people that don't have like I don't want to say the same beliefs as you because that's dumb. Like you should no, be able to I hear what you're saying. But like, like people that are wanting to go far. Like if you are wanting to go far and succeed to like the highest level you need to be around people that yeah. also want to succeed at the highest yeah, level. Yeah, no, you who know? are also pushing forward and yeah. can motivate you. Because, yeah. like, what is that saying? That it's, like, your five closest you're, uh, – you're yeah, made up definitely. of your, like, five closest friends, which is, like – you probably have some more of you in you, too. But, like, that right. is true. Like, the people that you're closest with, you're going to take on some of their traits and they're going to take on yeah. some of yours. So it's, yeah, choosing who we spend time with mm-hmm. just in people that are going to push us forward, who are going to be healthy for us, who are going to yeah. be good. Which is always easier said than done. But always. it's always a process, right? It's like right. when we realize that we're like, okay, well, this might not change today, but I can make this one step to move forward and do something else. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's, oh, Raven, that's so cool to just hear about like your life and like <laughs> your career and what that's I all like. I honestly forget about it. Do you really? Yeah. I like kind of just put it in the back of my head and then like. Oh, I just. I'm like, like, I just did do this. this. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's 
such a classic Gen Z thing. It's like, it's no big deal. It's no whatever. big deal. Yeah. I just, like, had it. I have the guy from the Rolling Stones, like, in my phone. Oh, it's fine. Casual. No big casual. deal. Same thing. Yeah. Don't we, we all have him, right? Right. I do not. If you want to give me his number, I will take it. Of course. Yeah. So just like looking at your career and just like where you're at today, mm-hmm. if you knew where you were going to be, what you were going to have accomplished, because you've accomplished a lot of really cool <laughs> things, would you take the same path of getting here? Or would you take a different one? Or would you want to end up somewhere else? Um, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that the where my life is right now is so mind-blowing to me. Right. Because I never in a million years would have expected it. like the cool thing about life. Yeah. You never expect where it's taking you. Graduating college, I was determined to go to medical school. Right. Definitely not going to medical school and definitely <laughs> no, like happening. Right. I, I said earlier, waking up at 11 a.m. Right. <laughs> like, to go work my job. Like very different life. Very that different I'm, life. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but if I knew how much I enjoyed working in the legal field, I would have definitely done some things differently. Okay. So that I could have attended law school maybe mm. earlier and then done all of this instead of just a legal assistant but as an attorney like that would have been really cool as well yeah I mean and that's what they say that like hindsight's always 2020 right because you didn't know that you were going I had literally no idea so like it's always different because like I mean I would even say like knowing where I am of course I do things different if I like right knew that I had a better path but I feel like the paths we take teach us so much and like we wouldn't be who we are but took a different path. Exactly. Yeah. And like 21-year-old Raven, very different than 24-year-old Raven. Exactly. Like, Which, and sometimes time's a good thing. You're like, yeah. thank goodness <laughs> I had a couple years to change a little bit. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, and I'm really glad that I experienced a lot of things that I've experienced the last three years because I want to be me without it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And that's like always the hard thing about going back and be like, oh, I wish I changed this and I changed that. Well, if I would have changed all those things, like. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. You'd be somewhere, you'd be doing something completely different. Completely different. Yeah, exactly. And so like we have different, yeah. I feel like, I think the big thing that I always think about too is that like there's no one right path. There's just thousands of paths you can take. That leads you to the similar situation. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Like you'll get to the same place. You'll maybe probably do similar things. It's just picking which one you take and there's no right or wrong way. It's just the one you take. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, with just career and life and Mm -hmm. kind of, like, rolling those all together, I know that you said that, like, career is kind of 24-7 for you. Yeah. Do you feel like you have, like, do you balance your life with your career or do you kind of roll them into one or, like, how do you, yeah, what what do you do about that? I do a little bit of, I kind of roll it into one. Like, I'll be hanging out with friends and I'll go take a phone call and, like, do stuff for work. Um and, like, with my business and stuff, that's kind of a 24-7 thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So We even touched on the fact that you even <laughs> own a business. She, see, she just has so many accomplishments. <laughs> we're not even hitting all of them. Stop. <laughs> um, so I kind – but I don't do that all the time. Like, I kind of try to work 
40 hours a week, okay, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's not means I'm working nine to five every day. Like I could be working 11 to eight one day. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Or like wake up super early on a rare occasion and work until three. Right. You know, right. like it just depends. And, or with that, like work random hours throughout the day. So I, my life and my career kind of just go hand in hand because I live my life while doing my yeah. career at the same time. And do, do you like that? Do you I wish there was more of a balance? love it. Okay. Like, yeah. I do like structure and structure is very important and structure is very important for a lot of people. Right. I will say that. That's why I said, like, earlier today, like, not everybody can live the life that I live. Absolutely. Because to a lot, like, the naked eye, my life seems very chaotic. How many times a week am I driving up to Lexington? <laughs> Like, that's what I mean. You know right. what I like mean. you're making, like, long drives. Yeah, yeah I'm making absolutely. long drives. I'm, But I'm also traveling all the time. And you're and seeing I, your friends. I'm seeing my friends. And you're doing your work. Yeah. yeah like, absolutely. And I love that. Like, that's how I want to be able to live. Yeah. But instead, like, flying to Paris for a weekend. You know what right. I mean? And yeah. And it's, like, working towards, like, when that can start yeah. being the travel you do. And exactly. Like, yeah, and Instead taking of, the steps to get there. Exactly. For sure. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with like it sounds like with like wrapping your life into or your your career into your life but like wanting to travel a little bit yeah. and like with all these like such cool accomplishments and experiences like that you've had and like how those kind of go hand in hand with your life like what does it look like to you to live a good life like do you feel like that's wrapped into success do you feel like that's wrapped more into community like yeah yeah what does that look like I for you I think that you have to def- everybody has a definition of success that's different yeah absolutely you know? like my definition of success is basically everything that I've said yeah and I think we also have to remember that because yeah. we start living by other people's definitions exactly. of success or like I made a dream board the other day and something that would show success for me or that I'm striving for success being able to go see a harry styles concert vip yes like like something that you want and that you like yeah Yeah, yeah. absolutely and with the community aspect of it like i my friends are my family you know right like the people i work with are uh, my like my family like that's who i communicate with every single day they're extremely important to me and i couldn't be where i am right now without all of them. Right. You know? Yeah. That's really good just to hear kind of like what I think living a good life means to you and like what that looks like and how we need to like live by our own definitions of success. I totally 100% agree. You can tell that I'm very go with the flow type person. Yeah. Life just comes at me and I say, okay, okay, let's just do it. (laughs) We're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's just really, it's just been really great Raven to like hear about just your life and career. And I feel like we didn't even get to hear all of it. Right. Um, so maybe we'll have to have you on again. Yeah, but when I'm making like hundred thousands of dollars. Exactly. Year. Which is what we all want. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I think just like talking about like what you've been able to do is like so great just for like other Gen Seers to hear. So, um, so just like Raven, as we're like wrapping up this episode, um, I mean, just because now that our audience knows how amazing and like talented <laughs> and, what like a CEO you are um, a Gen Z CEO basically (laughs) yeah um if you were like what is like one thing in your life recently that you've been obsessed with like what's your recent obsession that can be like 
a band, it can be music, it can be a new recipe, just like what's your like My latest obsession? obsession. Yeah. This is going to be really weird. It's okay. It's going to be a food item. No, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So, within my business, I sell these meal bars. Okay. Literally obsessed with them. Meal bars? Yeah. Okay. I just, that's all I want to eat all the time. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. It's such a weird thing to be obsessed with, but I'm like, I need to eat. No, I love that. Like food, like other food, like, no. Okay. No, thanks. I just want this meal part because it's so good. Okay. Which is I go so through, weird. I go through some, like, hyperfixations on food, too, sometimes. Like, yeah. Like, two summers ago, I was really into pickles and Gatorade. Yeah. I think I was, like, just did not have the sodium I needed. But Raven's getting another call from her um, client or boss or something. It's my boss. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, but thank you so much, Raven, for being on the Gen yeah. Z Girlies podcast. We really loved getting to have you on and just like learn like a little bit about your career and life. It's been so great. Um, do you have any like where if our audience is interested in getting connected with you yeah. do you have any like hand like social handles like yeah, where can they find definitely. you definitely i am mostly on um my personal instagram nowadays um which is kuntz 98 k-o-o-n-t-z 98 sweet um and then if you want to get in contact with britney law army yeah i mean yeah tell us at brit law army is i underscore is the end of it is okay. our instagram handle and then at britney law army is our twitter handle um but yeah that's cool that's me in a nutshell well thank you so much raven and just for our audience to know which we say at the end of every episode but if you want to get connected with the gen z girlies podcast as well feel okay. free to follow us on instagram or twitter um it's at gen z girlies podcast on instagram and twitter and tiktok so we would love anyone that's listening yeah to feel free to follow us and get connected in with our community and we are of course at the gen z girly podcast always looking for new guests and gen zers Mm -hmm. um to interview so if you're interested in um being on our show feel free to give us an email at gen z girlies podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and then um, we can maybe see what we can have happen. But thank you again so much, Raven, for yeah, being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this me. was so great. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to have you on again next time. And Definitely. I'm sure that our audience loved you. So this is Maddie Baldwin and Raven Coon signing off for Gen Z Girlies Podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for our next episode. Um, but it was great to have you all. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>